0: Welcome, everyone, to this Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast presented in conjunction with the 14th annual PEGS event, which will be held April 30th through May 4th, 2018 at the Seaport World Trade Center in Boston. I'm Kent Simmons. I'm a program director with CHI, and with me today is Dr. David Johnson, the CEO and co-founder of GigaGen. Dr. Johnson is presenting in the Engineering Antibodies Program at PEGS, which will be held on May 2nd and 3rd. Thanks for joining us today, Dave thanks. I'm really happy for the opportunity. So as a starting point, maybe tell us a little bit about your company, Gigagen, and how you came to focus on antibody discovery and development. Yeah. Gigagen was
1: founded about six years ago by myself and a friend of mine from grad school. So I'm a genomics guy, and he's an immunologist. And what we realized is at the time, I think things have progressed since then, but at the time, there really weren't many groups working in immunology and genomics, kind of combining the different technologies for each. And so what we set out to do was create a technology that would allow us to profile the genomics of millions of single immune cells in a single experiment. And we had all sorts of applications that we could go after using such an approach, but we landed on antibody discovery as a really pressing
0: Tell us a little bit more about how your platform works. So it's a microfluidics-based platform. What we do is
1: we isolate millions of single B cells into picoliter droplets. The picoliter droplets contain a lysis mix and a RNA capture bead. And then what we do is run those into another platform of droplets where we amplify the heavy and light chain immunoglobulin, which then we drop into protein expression libraries for screening for the best antibodies in the library. And we do this on human samples. A lot of people in the industry are using hybridomas to isolate human cells and mouse cells, but those methods are very inefficient. Most people say you get about 0.1% of the diversity back from a repertoire when you use those methods. We're getting 75% of the repertoire back uh, based on some studies that we're actually about to publish in the next few weeks. So uh, really exciting, different kinds of methods for discovering antibodies in diverse repertoires.
0: So thinking about your technology and others now at play in this space, what do you find most exciting about antibody discovery in the current environment, and where do you see this heading in the next couple of years? I'd say there's
1: really two
0: things that are really exciting. The, the first is that we're really starting
1: to understand the disease immunology much better than we have in the past. So most diseases actually, if you think about it, have some kind of immune component, you know, cancer is the most obvious one uh, these days, but, you know, 20 years ago, people didn't really think of cancer as an immune disease, so what's really exciting now is that, you know, sure, the genome was sequenced almost 20 years ago now, but the exciting thing is now we're finally really starting to understand what all the genes do, and then using that knowledge to discover new drugs, and our platform is set up really well, by the way, to describe basic immunology, translational immunology of diseases, really identifying targets using our single-cell genomics platform. And then I guess the second thing that I think is really exciting is now a small company, we're only 13 people, actually 14, we just hired fourteen, and we're really discovering antibodies faster and much, much cheaper than the biggest pharmaceutical companies out there. So that's pretty exciting that you can use technology to really go out there and compete and bring new drugs closer to the clinic. So that's going to be really good for patients, and it's really going to capitalize on all those
0: new discoveries that are coming out of basic disease immunology. In implementing these new technologies in smaller and larger organizations with these new understandings we're gaining of immunology, what do you think are some of the most pressing challenges for the researchers working in antibody discovery today?
1: I think it's true no matter
0: where you are, even if you're a big company with a lot of capital. I think there are a lot of groups that are very good at
1: discovering lots of antibodies. I think the challenge is finding the ones that you want to spend the money developing further. You know, no matter what you do, it's several million dollars to make a cell line, produce GMP protein product, to then bring those to phase one, to little clinical studies, you know, that's, that's hundreds of millions of dollars. And so I think the biggest challenge for any group on the earlier side is really choosing a winner how do you really do that and we have a perspective on this which is that we want to see what people in the field call developability really early and adding out you
0: Has programs going, I think, in both flu and in cancer, and I'm curious what made you focus on the PD-1 and LAG-3 targets for your talk at PEGS this year? Sure. So just to clarify, we published in the flu, but we don't have any commercial projects in the flu. Really, the goal there was
1: to really just publish our methods and describe them so that the community could understand what we do. But we don't have any commercial projects in the flu. But as for why are we talking about PD-1 and LAG-3, well, these are really well-understood targets. The biology of the targets is well-understood, so there's a lot of Close 17 of the targets that we're working on in December. We have thousands of antibodies against those 17 targets. Some of those don't have the best biology worked out and maybe we're not quite ready to talk about our assays that show efficacy. So really we chose PD one and like three because they're they're well understood. I would say in terms of commercial opportunities, those are, you know, there's I don't know, five PD ones in the clinic on the market, right? So in a lot of ways they're the least interesting commercially but certainly something that's very interesting to talk about in terms of the the biology and the discovery process.
0: So a lot of the people watching your talk at PEGS will be from industry research groups, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on the implications of the work coming out of your lab on the discovery and development of next generation cancer treatments coming out of industry.
1: Yeah, so as you know, biotechnology is a very collaborative industry and we recently closed a large 50 million dollar financing and co-development deal with a spanish company called griffles and that's in a immune deficiency space so not in cancer and really what we're looking for at this stage in terms of talking to other folks in the industry is we're looking for another such collaboration we recognize that is hopefully networking with groups and seeing, you know, if we have something that they're interested in, let's work together and let's bring it out to market. And that's really, if you look at the models for the kinds of deals that we're looking for, for example, Sutro did this big deal with Celgene for immuno-oncology discovery. That's the kind of thing that we're looking for and hoping to, we're publishing,
0: we're networking, we're trying to find a good corporate partner for the work that we're doing. We think we have a lot to offer are you looking forward to the most in attending pegs later this year i definitely like always presenting my work i have
1: an academic side mm-hmm. to me i enjoy publishing i enjoy speaking so i think it's exciting to get up in front of an audience and talking to my work and get questions and always people come up to you afterwards after the talk and say oh yeah you know, i'm working on this thing and maybe we should think about <laughs> collaborating yeah that's not necessarily always just some big commercial projects like i just described but sometimes it's just things like that will come out of the, the conversation and there'll be somebody in the audience who really their ears perk up and
0: they have something that they want to do
1: with
0: well dave thank you very much for your time today we appreciate you joining us for this podcast recording and i'll look forward to seeing you in may and hearing your talk at the meeting
1: thanks for the time we really appreciate the opportunity
0: So thank you, everyone, for listening today. This has been an interview with Dr. David Johnson, the CEO and co-founder of GigaGen. He's presenting in the Engineering Antibodies program at PEG, which will be held on May 2nd to the 3rd, 2018, at the Seaport World Trade Center in Boston. If you'd like to register for PEGs or learn more about the 400 scientific presentations at the event, please visit www.pegsummit.com. This has been another Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast. I'm Kent Simmons